Welcome to Elevate the Day. Karen and I are excited to be with you to share God's Word as well as practical ways that you can grow your relationship with God through His Son, Jesus. Be sure to tune in each week and tell all of your friends so that you can elevate their day too. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I am here with my co-host Karen Jensen Salisbury. Hey everybody, good to be with you today. We are excited to have a special guest on the show today, Mr. Philip Renner of Philip Renner Ministries. So welcome to the show, Philip. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. We I'm are as well. about what God is doing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we've been promoting your show a little bit. So uh, we, we know that it's going to be a you. blessing to many, many people. So I'm excited to learn more about you and your ministry. So Karen, why don't you take over? Well, Philip and I have talked before. He has been a guest of mine on the road show. And so, I, so I, I'll just tell you all in advance, audience, that Philip is a missionary kid. He is the son of, yes, Rick and Denise Renner. You may have heard of Rick Renner. And uh, he grew up in, in Russia, in, in, not in Moscow, but where? In, well, first Latvia, right? First Latvia, then Moscow. In Moscow. Okay. And you know, the Renners have a church there and Philip is a, is a gifted, anointed musician and was a great part of the revival going on in Russia uh, musically and everything else. And then all of a sudden decided to come to America. First, tell us right. why you decided to come to America, Philip. Well, I just felt a, just a tug in my heart. Honestly, I was reading God's generals and uh, if People watching, listening, have not read God's Generals. It's a very good series of books, but I was, I was reading it, and I was just like, wow, Lord, you've moved in America so strongly. And something that really touched me was the amount of missionaries that have been sent out to the world uh, through America. So America has been sowing missionaries for the last 200 years, sowing revival. And I thought to myself, well, if that's the case, then America is about to reach, you know, revival at a stage, you know, they're about to uh, reap that revival that they've been sowing for the last 200 years. And I am just so, so excited about what God is doing. It's truly amazing. That the people in Russia tried to kind of convince you not to come and they said, you know, give up on America. And I'm just so blessed that you didn't give up on America. Amen. You know, when you have a word from the Lord, God says, do it and you do it. And honestly, if you can be coerced to not follow that word, then I would say that you were moved by emotion. If you can be, you know, swerve the other direction, then I would say you really didn't have a word from God, you were moved by emotion. So that is something that we have to have. When you have a word from God, you have a word from God and logical ideas that people throw out, you know, you won't have money, you won't have influence, you're losing everything, all that stuff. It just doesn't matter because you have a word from God. And when you have a word from God, it's solid. Amen. That's so good. Uh, audience, be sure you listen to that. That's for all of us right there. That is good. Absolutely. And so tell us a little bit about what you do now. Well, recently, the Lord has really put on my heart to do worship and evangelism on the streets. 
Now through COVID, we did about 13 different cities and we did capitals and places of authority. And we can go into the story of Gideon where he went to the center of the city and he took down the idol. And after he took down the idol, they changed his name from Gideon. He's no longer known as Gideon. He is known as Jeroboam, which means basically let Baal take care of himself. In other words, the guy who showed who, who was boss to Baal. And so his destiny was changed. And I believe that we're supposed to go to the centers of cities. And I believe that we're supposed to take down the idol, which is generally at the center of the city. And um, there are a lot of idols erected in America, both literal and uh, political. But when you bring worship to the center of the city, you bring the government of God into that city. And that's what we did. And spiritually, we were seeing a lot of breakthrough. We were seeing God move. I mean, when we did it in Chicago, uh, there were people from the mayor's office who is a lesbian. And she sent people from her office to our event. And they came back and said it was one of the peacefulest events we've ever had in Chicago and it was one of the most peaceful weekends we've ever had in Chicago because it was the least amount of deaths that people have seen in a long time so that is a result of putting the government of God in the center of the city Amen. and it changes the economy it changes it changes the death toll it changes all of that but something that the Lord has put in my heart recently is to take that same worship, but surround the worshiper with evangelism and with evangelists. And generally what we do is we do worship in the streets and all the Christians get together and they worship around, which is great. But people walking by, they have that look like, uh, what, what's going on here? And that look is a sign the, the Holy Spirit is wrecking them and they are feeling the power of God and the fire of God. And when that happens, you walk up to them and you pray for them and you cast a demon out and you, you pray for healing and they get saved and there's restoration. And so since we've been doing this kind of evangelism, which has been a little bit less than a year, still getting my feet wet, but we've seen about 200 people receive Christ and really a movement take place. And this is Satanists, voodoo priests, uh, gays, transgenders, all the people that generally the church says, oh, I don't even know how to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Well, the Lord told me, he said, shock the darkness, which means that you have to go where the darkness does not expect you, which means a lot of the times I go, I go unannounced. <laughs> I mean, last week, it was, it was kind of interesting. We went to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and I took a group of students into downtown Cleveland, Ohio, and we just began to worship. And I had a little amplifier, and you could hear my voice from about three or four blocks away, and people would just start gravitating to the music. And it's, mm. it's not, I mean, it's not the greatest amplifier. So... It's not the amplification that is touching people, but it's the presence of God. And they'll just sit there. And when they sit, I send the evangelist in. And uh, about, you know, two or three hours into this thing, 
I was sitting next to this gang, this gang. Um, and I think they were pretty dangerous people, honestly, <laughs> because what I realized later was interesting. But one of them tried to take money out of the stash. They were gambling on the steps. And one of them tried to take, you know, I think it was like a couple of dollars out of the stash or something like that. And they went to town on him. I mean, they started beating him, stomping, I mean, with their fists, with their feet. I mean, it was brutal and it was violent. And so this guy's like, these are my friends. These are my brothers. And they just nearly killed me. And, and so I went up to him and, you know, the love of God, it causes you to take action. It causes you to take action. And the word compassion that Jesus uses, he had compassion on them, um, which is in Matthew six, sorry, Matthew nine thirty six. is it's really the word uh, I think that's the way you pronounce it, which means movement of the bowels. And not to get crude or not, but, you know, when you have bowel movement, you got to move. <laughs> and, and that is what happened with Jesus is when he would see the broken, when he would see the lost, there would be something on the inside of him that would cause him to move and to take action and to love on people. And it didn't matter what walk of life they were from. And I could feel that compassion on the inside of me. And I just walked up to this guy and I hug him and just hold him. And this guy is wailing and crying out, just, just being totally wrecked by the Holy Ghost. And I ask him, I say, so has anybody ever hugged you like me? And he knew that I was asking if a white person has ever hugged him. And he said, no. And number two, he knew I was asking, has a preacher ever hugged you? He's like, no. But he was just so, so overcome by the power of God and by the love of God. And one guy walks up who was a backslidden believer kind of in the group. And he says, you need to listen to this guy because this guy is bringing Jesus to you. And listen to everything that he says. He has no idea what you have done. He doesn't know how dangerous you have become. And you are all the crimes that you've committed. He knows nothing, but yet he's here. He didn't even know you, but he's hugging you and he's loving on you when your friends just nearly stabbed you in the back. And when you're in that place, I mean, it's like 11 o'clock at night. It's, it's ghetto. <laughs> like it's not the place you really want to be, but it's the law love of God on the inside of you that just causes you to take action. And so that was, that was last week and the students that were around me were doing the exact same thing. And my heart is not only to spiritually take down the idols, um, the idol of abortion, the, the idol of the depression, all these idols, political idols, spiritual idols, all of that stuff. But when true love fills the room, Mm -hmm. um fear leaves the room perfect love casts out fear and and there's no fear in you when evangelism is on your heart and when compassion fills you you really don't care who's in front of you Amen. you just you just know you're protected by the love of god 
and there's the compassion that causes you to take action. And in fact, next week, we're going to be in San Francisco on the streets of San Francisco every single day. And we're going to be in the rich places and we're going to be in the very poor rundown places where all the demons are and everything. I mean, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, that's what we do. There's worship at capitals and inside capitals that we do all unannounced. I just walk in there with my guitar and, and start yeah. singing God bless America and, and begin praying for, for the, the city and praying for the nation. You know, there's that, but then there's the evangelism. So just let, me, so important. let me ask you this, Philip, for just for all of our people who are listening, uh, just really quickly, what would you tell them? What can I do? Just me sitting in my home, you know, how can I be a part of what God's doing in the last days and being a part of carrying his compassion to others? Well, I honestly think that it's like a light that turns on, on the inside of us. You know, I, I just was eating and I've been working on eating a little less. And so my stomach has shrunk a little bit, which is great. But when you eat and you feel like, oh, I, I have, I've eaten a little bit too much it's time for me to stop everybody knows that feeling Mm. but if you don't follow that feeling then that feeling becomes non-existent and then you stretch your stomach and so what i'm saying is is that when you walk by people and there's that little light there's that feeling "Mm, there's there's something in there It it might be go and buy that person a meal. It might be just a smile and say, God bless you. It might be a word of knowledge or something that's going on. And you say, is there something going on with your daughter right now? Uh, Just, you know, all this, it, it could be a lot. It could be a lot of things. But I would say that you have to listen to that tug on your heart. And you don't have to be a musician. You don't have to be a minister. Um, The Bible is very clear, and it's not to ministers. It's not to bishops. It's not to pastors. It's to everyone. Fulfill the Great Commission. And one way that you can do that is you can just love on people. Amen. My my daughter was asking me, uh, she was saying, there's a girl that says every single day, I'm gay. I'm a lesbian in my class. How do I minister to her? And I said, well, I'm so happy you're in that class because I know things are getting weird in our school systems. But if we take everybody out that is a Christian, what is going to happen to the school system? What, what is going to happen to the people that are in the schools? You have to have the light where the darkness uh, wants to prevail. The light has to shock the darkness. And I believe in the last 20 years, the The church has been inside the walls. They have not been outside of the walls. They haven't been shocking the darkness. So the darkness has been creating its own agenda. Mm. And we've not even understood how did this happen? How did this happen to our kids? How did they start thinking like this? Well, we weren't there. We, We hid in the churches. And so I just told my daughter, I say, you just cover her in love. You don't, you be very strong that, you know, God loves you. He hates your sin. But then you can't be afraid to talk to that person. You can't be afraid to have lunch with that person. You can't 
be afraid because I think that's what we, we do. We, we say, oh, we're going to protect ourselves. But yet, because we protect ourselves, we lose the next generation. So I would say to every believer, just pour the love of God on people. Amen. In any way that you can. Amen, amen. The love well, of God is fearless. Yes, absolutely. Perfect love casts out all fear, just like you said. Well, uh, audience, uh, Philip has to go. He's been so kind to just uh, give us a few minutes of his time today. We're going to let you go and I'll tell everybody how to get a hold of your music and books and website and all that kind of thing. So thanks so much for being with us, Philip. Thank you so much. I am, I am so honored, but I want to pray for everybody. Amen. I, I thank you. I thank you for everything that you're doing in every single life lord jesus and there's someone watching her name stacy god i just thank you i thank you for her i thank you for even right now you're you're massaging her heart you're speaking to her and you're speaking to her the things that only you could speak to her only the things that you know about her lord jesus and the calling that is on her and so father i just pray for every single person that is walking right now those the issues with throat someone's dealing with issues with throat god is healing you respiratory system god is cleaning you out right now the power of god is being released through this screen through your ears just receive it in the name of jesus the healing power of jesus you know peter's shadow it touched people as he was walking by and people were healed and encountered with God. And I believe that everyone watching right now is an atmosphere shifter because when you walk in the room, Jesus walks in the room with you. And when Jesus walks in the room, perfect love walks in the room with you and perfect love casts out all fear. And so fear, we rebuke you. We say you have no right in people's lives families' lives, in places of work, in schools, you have no right. Because when we walk in the room, we become atmosphere shifters and we bring the glory of God. And we're walking in the days where we're not just going to see the word and know the word from our mouth, but we are going to walk in the word and in the spirit. It is going to be a move. Smith Wigglesworth said this. He said that the last days the last move of God would be a move of the word and spirit. It'll be the hammer and the fire. And I speak over everyone who's watching right now that the word will come out of your mouth and the fire will come out of your spirit. And everyone who encounters you encounters Jesus in the name of Jesus. Blessings. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Amen. God bless you. God Thank bless you. So if you want to learn more about Phil and his uh, ministry, you can go to philiprennerministries.com. And philiprenner.com. Sorry, philiprenner.com. My apologies. Let's get that straight. And there's lots of great information um, about what him and his team are doing. So, Phil, thank you so very much for being on our show today. And I know our listeners are, are very, very blessed to hear your, your great 
exploits that you're doing for the Lord. And we can't wait to have you back and hear how San Francisco went. <laughs> Amen. 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 God bless. Right. Take care, everyone. Until next week. God bless have a you. great and blessed day. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to KarenSalisbury.org. She has a great blog and tons of books and resources that you're going to love. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Also, don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up. And you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, which is also available on Amazon. Follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone.